Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Ten days, four denials, and one major Bank of England intervention later, Britain's finance minister, known as the Chancellor, has cancelled his proposed scrap has cancelled his proposed top rate of income tax scrappage for those earning more than a one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. It follows a very negative reaction on the markets, including a pounding of the pound all last week. One man who knows how international markets work is Professor David Blanchflower. He used to sit on the body which sets interest rates in Britain. He's now a professor of economics with Dartmouth University in the US and he's been a vocal critic of the current UK government and especially its calamitous recent budget. When I spoke to him late last night, I began by asking him whether this U-turn would be enough to undo the reputational damage in the UK. Absolutely not. This is a huge damage. And it was completely avoidable. I mean, I wrote a column in July of this year where I said, you really should not do any of this stuff. The problem is going to be if you do, the markets will collapse. I said the bond markets, the foreign exchange markets, and ultimately the housing market will collapse. And I said, the first thing that's going to happen is the day you arrive, the the chief advisor who would be the permanent secretary at the Treasury will tell you, you can't do this. So what did they do on the first day? They fired the messenger. They shot the messenger. I literally wrote in July, he's going to tell you you can't do any of this stuff. So you say he's gone. You say, we're not going to have an OBR um, calculation. And actually, and then over the weekend after they made the announcement, you say there's more stuff coming. And then you say huge public spending cuts are coming. And you go, oops. And then, I mean, then I have in 50 years of doing economics and reading economic history, I do not... I do not think I've ever seen anything like it. I mean, the pension sector was basically destroyed on Monday. The Bank of England had to step in. The mortgage market was closed because three quarters of the companies weren't giving mortgage products. This is literally an economic Pandora's box. You open the lid, the winds come out, and you can't put the lid back on. They've destroyed their reputation. They've destroyed the Tory party's reputation for you know probity as as you've been saying and then the other thing is then the polls moved all these markets are sitting on knife edges so they make an announcement today that 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 the 45p rates going to go basically because gov made it clear and other other tory mps made it clear there was no way under god's green earth that this was going to go through as far as i can tell the economy was already heading into recession the, the Bank of England were, raised rates the other day, but I still think it was pretty darn weak. I mean, the thing that the data that I look at particularly is consumer confidence. And that told us what was going to happen in 2008, as it did in Ireland, when it got very weak. Well, and we're now in a position where consumer confidence is lower than it was, has ever been in the history of the survey since 1974, worse than in 2008. And what we know today, a set of measures that I particularly like, the purchasing manager indices for manufacturing will get more tomorrow and the day after. But the, according to that, UK manufacturers in recession, as is Eurozone, as is France and Germany and Italy and Spain and so on. But I think that the Brexit, the whole Brexit thing just made matters much worse because of these energy price increases and the shock to consumers. So consumers have just been, you know, they, they can't pay their bills. And so that's where we are. Confidence has been smashed. The UK economy is heading downwards very fast. And not least of which is the housing market, which is tanking as we watch. 12 years ago, Ireland applied for a bailout from its IMF and Eurozone colleagues. And Britain offered a bilateral loan. The more sarcastic wags here in Ireland were toying with the idea of Ireland offering Britain a bilateral loan to help them out in their time of need. 
And in terms of politics, Liz Truss is only in the job a month. Will she make it all the way to the next election in two years? There's even talk of Boris Johnson being reinstated. Well, I think the chances of her getting to that election are nil. One thing I should just say was actually the, the IMF last week came out with an unprecedented statement saying, you're nuts, stop this, withdraw this, inequality is not going to generate growth. And I think a really big moment is actually next week, not the Tory party conference, the meeting next week, which is the meeting of the IMF in Washington. And we may well hear comments like, please, Ireland, could you give a loan? And please, IMF, could you give a loan and try and help us out? I would say Brexit is, is the truth that dare not speak its name in Britain. Yes, absolutely. The UK establishment simply won't refer to it as being the cause of any issue whatsoever. So the government now consists of anybody. The precondition of being in the government is actually being pro-Brexit. I said that. I agree with you. The the the, the in a sense, the worry is that I mean, Labour has not. Labour still supports Brexit. I think that's and personally. I, I see what it is as a political step, but it makes no sense. I mean, the the one story I think is pretty interesting, actually. Well, and we'll get to the you know the Irish peace accords too. But that Biden tweeted out just after Trust got in and was going to do this stuff. He tweeted out, "I'm against trickle down economics because it doesn't work." And the reality is that he was a mile down the road from Truss when she'd just become prime minister, a mile down the road. He was at the, he was at the U.S. embassy and he refused to meet her and supporting the, the actions of this, of this prime minister. So it's pro-Brexit. It was the subset that was with Boris Johnson. But actually, people like Michael Gove and others have been booted out. So a precondition of being in this sad government of losers is that that's what you have to think. Now what you've done is you've actually kicked out all the heavyweights. And what's the old story about being on the inside looking outside rather than having people on the outside looking inside? So so politically, I mean, politically you're right, that's what they're saying. But essentially, nobody believes them. I mean, that's the point. That's why the market credibility has been shot and why the public doesn't believe 33-point lead. It might get worse. It could easily get worse. Final question. Do you think the UK weakness could spread to its near neighbor across the Irish Sea? Well, I think I think there's a fear globally, actually. So there is concern. And why I think the, the IMF meeting next week is so important is that politicians and, and, and finance ministers and so on are going to be asked the question you just asked me. Do you think there's contagion from what's happened in the UK? Do you think this craziness has happened? So I think that really is the concern. That was Professor David Blanchflower from Dartmouth University, certainly not holding back on his views of the current UK government. And apologies for the quality of the tape there that was recorded late last night. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.